Greetings and salutations to you all. This is the Joey Harris Show, and I am your host, Joey Harris. And joining me today is international Twitter superstar, Mr. Tokyo J himself, Big TJ. How are you, sir? Oh, me? How's it going, buddy? What's what's the good word? You know, Twitter had that meltdown this week where everybody who had a blue check mark was locked out because they had they had a huge um, thing, but they got it all straightened out. They got all the hackers out. Now's the time for you to get your blue check mark. I, I'm I'm expecting <laughs> to see it coming. Um, so I didn't know that there was a whole application process. Um, but Sugarbutt, being the manager extraordinaire that she is, uh, let me know that there is in fact an application process. I don't know if I'll qualify. Um, but I do know that they're not offering blue checks right now. Um, I do know that she she gave me that juice, a little bit of information. They're not offering them. So whenever they are offering them again, I hope that I'm still uh, internationally known in your eyes, man, because then I have a shot. I tell you what, you tagged me on something. We are recording this on Sunday. You tagged me on something either early this morning or late last night. And I look at Twitter, and it's like all these notifications. And I'm like, I didn't even do anything. I was asleep. <laughs> if they're bringing up old stuff, and I'm being canceled, which we'll talk about later on. If I'm being canceled, I'm, you know, I'm going back to bed. But no, it was just you tagged me in something, and just it explodes. I don't even do anything, and I'm getting all these notifications. So, yeah. So that that has taken some getting used to for me as well. Like I will look at my phone and my phone only goes up to like 20 notifications. It'll say 20 plus. So um, it'll say 20 plus. I'll go through all of them. I'll put my phone down. I'll have a two second conversation with my wife, look back at my phone. And then it says 20 plus again. So like that just, I'm getting used to it. I'm almost at 4k and it's all, it's all organic. You know, I'm not buying these follows. So it's cool. Man, I it you have just exploded, and I think you're at least it used to be your saved pin was something like "Don't judge me, I'm following everybody," something to that effect. So, yes, yeah, it, it goes up. I, I saw that. It that reminds me though. You're talking about the notifications. This is many years ago, and the the audience will understand this as I give a little bit more um, background to it. But you, you'll know what I mean. In our job that we used to work at together before you got there, summertime is a strange time. It's kind of quiet, but then you're ramping back up to the following school year. And before the the emails were big, but like there was no social media yet, we would handle everything in a phone call and we set up a special line. And our boss at the time, our mutual boss at the time, she said, if it's something big, that you don't think you can handle, leave it on there for me. Otherwise, like take all the information, erase the message and, and keep going. So one day I get up and I'm like, all right, I'm good. I take down all these messages on a, a legal pad, just like the one I'm holding right here. It takes two to three pages, but it's clear. It's like voicemail box clear, whatever the, the type thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm working at it. And and all of that and, and all of the and um our 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 former mutual uh, coworker friend calls me and says, Have you checked the voicemail today? I'm like, Yeah. 
I cleared it. When I got up early this morning, I wrote down in like four pages worth, and she's like, "It's full again." And this was like an hour later. <laughs> so that reminded me of your of your notifications that they're full again, twenty plus. And, and bro, like it's one of, and I'll say this to 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 just hop off notifications, man. Like whenever I do a show. Uh, like I am with you, obviously, clearly, you can see me. I'm actually using my phone to do this show. So because I'm on my phone with you, I'm not on Twitter. So whenever we get off, like, I'm just, like, not even ready for everything I'm going to have to go through. Because people are waking up. And, and now that it's 10 o'clock, people are waking up on the West Coast. And a lot of my a lot of my stoner friends are on the West Coast, man. So... They they got to hit toke up too, man. It's 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 awesome. In two thousand twelve, summer of two thousand twelve, I just happened to remember it because of my life circumstances. Every single day between ten and eleven on Twitter, Bernie Mac was trending. Bernie mm. Mac had been Bernie Mac had been dead for four years at that point. And what they realized was whatever cable station or whatever was replaying the Bernie Mac show, people would watch it right after they woke up and what they would tweet about it. So you've got to watch those. Yeah. What, what trends based on really when people are checking Twitter and there's a big, there's a big jump on right when people get up. So I don't think I'm doing Twitter right, bro. Like, honestly, like, and it's crazy because I am supposed to be the creator of a movement on a hashtag with fellow travelers. And very rarely do I actually click on the hashtag to see what people are saying. I usually just try to like and retweet everything that comes across my timeline. I don't even go on my timeline that much. Like, I'm literally just spending all my time in my mentions and and notifications like so very rarely do i get to go and click on that little hourglass or whatever magnifying glass to see what's trending i don't think i'm doing twitter right because i just i don't have i don't have time like i am just going with the interactions just going with the the tags and whatnot like i feel like if i wanted to actually like surf twitter i i I, that would make it a full-time job and i'm not getting paid well, you're you're also going up against people who are getting paid for it. Right. They are pushing it, and you can you can come up with whatever the algorithm is and put in your little bot thing, and your bot just tweets it out over and over and over and over. I had a thing I've been doing like two to three times a day. If you've seen it, it was asking a question, and I was doing a hashtag, I have questions. While I went back, I thought I was the only one using that hashtag because I didn't want to redo a question I had already said or retweet a question that I thought, well, I'd really like to see some answers to this, and they got nothing. Well, there was like all of these, like none of it's me, and I'm scrolling, and I'm like, because people like, um, I don't like to get political, but it's like, who, who does who does Trump's hair? Hashtag I have questions. Or 
where <laughs> what kind of mask should we wear? Hashtag I have questions. And and my stupid thing was, you know, do you sleep with a fan on? Hashtag I have questions. All so day. I've, so I've changed it to hashtag Joey has questions. So I'm with it. That's branding, baby. And if I can ask you this question, man, um, if you can when you put when you put out a question that you know I would have a, a very interesting answer for, tag me in it. Cause I wanna make sure that I see it. I wanna answer it and then I wanna nominate it for Tweet of the Day so that all my people can see it too. I that is a good question. I didn't realize we were gonna go this far down into the, the Twitter mind shaft, but does anybody ever actually win Tweet of the Day? I've been wondering that for about three months now. <laughs> Because I've seen yes. a lot of nominees. I've never seen the winners. Yeah. So the winners actually come out of uh, a Twitter account called Damn Fine Tweet. So that they actually, um, the account has given me the green light to, to actually nominate one tweet a day. And they will actually tweet it out from their account and give me credit for it saying, hey, Tokyo J nominated, for example, uh, Joey Harris for this tweet, and then it'll have your tweet at the bottom. Um, so I do get one tweet a day. Um, but ultimately, the reason that I do that, I mean, and that really is my thing at this point, because I love seeing when people like come back at me with it. Um, I just like I just like showing love. I just like showing love. People say funny things, things that I've thought about myself, but I'm not going to go back and then retweet it as if it's my own original idea. And still their thunder, I'm just going to nominate them so that I can put my little two cents with it and they can get the love. But I just, I enjoy it. And I also didn't expect to go this deep in Twitter. I apologize, man. But it's, 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 it's work. fine. <laughs> it's fine. We can go anywhere that we're talking about. But I sent you the, the topics. I want to start off with entertainment. Um, we always do the recommendations and we'll do those at the, towards the end of the show. But entertainment overall. It's like they, they're just taking the loss or doing the, the time out for this year because the, nobody can go to the movies. You can't safely go to the movies. I, I know some movie theaters are opening back up, but when you're only allowing about 20 people into the theater, nobody's putting out new movies. Not to go to the theater because, of the, and and you can do the voodoo or the movies anywhere or the iTunes. They are releasing some movies like that. Right. But I was looking last night again on Twitter, like four of the big tentpole movies that were supposed to be this year. I believe they they're just putting them all off until 2021. Uh, Black Widow from Marvel, right. um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage from. Uh, um, Fox or Sony, whoever's got that that rights to that. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 3. And yep. um, Avatar 2. Electric Boogaloo or whatever it's called. I don't <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, I saw it once. My ex-wife took me for my birthday when Avatar came out. And we're, you know, neither one of us have great eyesight. And we've got down the 3D and I'm seeing the effects and it's over with. I'm like... There goes two like two hours of my life I'll never get back. I'm not an Avatar fan. If you like it, your mileage may vary, but it just it's not for me. I'm like, all right, God bless you. I hope you make eighteen billion dollars on this, but I won't be one of them. 
That's what's up. I, look, I I feel like I have to see it only because I'm a completionist, but uh, I don't know if I'll do 3D, you know, because they had a lot of stuff going on in that first one, bro. Like, there was a lot going on. I, I, I'm i fine with 2Ds on that one, man. Like, y'all can judge me if you want. No judgment here. You know, you're talking about I'm a completist. I saw the first three Twilight movies with her. We split up right before the fourth one came out. And I'm like, look, I know I'm not your favorite person, but I will pay for you and two of your friends to go see that movie as long as I don't have to see it. <laughs> and I don't really know how she feels about me today, but she took that. She took that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and they went to see it. Hope they had fun. Buy some popcorn on me, too. Here's five more bucks. So whatever. <laughs> I usually am a completist myself, but there's some things I'm like, you know what? My life is too valuable. See, and and I feel bad because I say that in Westworld, we just got HBO Max, and Westworld has a new season up. There's season three, um, and I tried to watch it, and that first episode was just difficult for me to get through, and it's not like I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I mean, it's it's Westworld. Uh, it's just they're not in Westworld anymore. So it's it's, it's getting getting that, and I'll, I'll get back into my mode. But it's not it's not there right now. Have you signed up for all these eight hundred other services that are coming out now? I'm waiting for the subscription service to my life. <laughs> It'll probably be like five ninety nine. See Joey all the time. I'm like, no, you should not pay five ninety nine. See Joey all the time. That's when you know things have gotten real. When play, when companies like Netflix and Hulu like actually start doing contracts with individual celebrities to keep a camera on them all the time. That's when you know shit's got real. But um, no, uh, we have not. Um, we we've got Netflix and we've got Prime. And um, I've got a vast Google Play library, like it's deep. Um, and, 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 and like I said, we've got HBO because they got us. So we, we did the week trial and we remembered that the date to renew was around our son's birthday, but we didn't know which day. And they, sons of bitches, they got us. <laughs> did you know that? Did you know that that's all these services? That's their business model. That's yeah. what they, they know. They know they got you. So you could cancel. Like, look, you got me for another month, but I'm canceling right now. I got you. And they're like, we'll get somebody else next month. Every yeah. single day is somebody's day up and they're forgetting it. And the thing about it is, man, I mean, it's like, look, if you go and you have a service and then you cancel said service, they're going to send you a coupon for a free month or something like that. They're going to do something to try and get you to stick around. So take advantage. They're taking advantage of, of your, uh, I guess, complacency. You're just going to get comfortable and watching the show and forget that they charged your card. So they're taking advantage of that. So you should take advantage of the system as well. Use every email you got. Just change up the debit card, baby. They said it's show business. It's not show friends. That's, what, that's it. That's it. That's it. I want to be entertained, man. They don't care about me. So why? Come on. Let's laugh. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, in the late 60s, um, NBC is in with RCA, like RCA televisions. And RCA is coming out with these 
color TVs they want people to buy. That's why Star Trek lasted as long as it did, because it was in color and it looked nice. So come buy a color television and you can see all these wonderful TV shows in bright color. So NBC went with a peacock, because a peacock is bright and colorful. 60 years later, they named their subscription service Peacock. So NBC has a subscription service now. Uh, yeah, Peacock and about, and they're you know trying to do all these exclusive deals. Um, you're about to say the only place you can see The Office will be on Peacock. Um, they just came out with Psych Two. Lassie comes home. It's exclusively on Peacock. All of these things. This past week on NBC, they had their virtual Thirty Rock reunion, and people didn't like it because it was a lot of it was just a commercial for Peacock and they're like we like the 30 Rock part but most of it's just a, a commercial for 30 Rock so that's crazy alright so I, I clearly believe like folks got it backwards I don't think that people understand more streaming services is not the way to go CBS and DC in my opinion totally my opinion have been bailed out by HBO Max because I don't think CBS had the subscribers that they wanted. And DC definitely didn't have the subscribers that they wanted. Marvel has Disney Plus locked down. So DC needed something, right? But the DC movies don't hit like the Marvel um, um, Cinematic Universe do. So now HBO brought in all of DC. So if you've got HBO Max, there is a huge DC library. All the cartoon movies, Suicide Squad, all the films or whatever. And it looks like a lot of CBS is on HBO as well. I'm looking, all the Big Bang is on there. So I'm like, okay, clearly HBO said, all right, more is not better. Let's go ahead and bring all this stuff in. That way we can justify charging what we charge. NBC has a vast library, man. Like their library is huge. I just don't know that it's worth $14 a month for me. I mean, I, I and and you know, we, you and I fell in love over the office, man. The first time me and you cuddled was watching the dinner party. But I just, ah, I don't know, bro. That's tough, man. But I think, I think it's going to be. I think they're looking at a uh, kind of like a two two pronged thing. One is the we'll try it free for a month or a week, whatever they give you, and we'll forget. Just like you talked about with HBO, they got you. We can do those month to month at a time. Somebody's always coming up with a month. Or we're saying, hey, wait, I'm a fan of Psych. They got a new Psych movie out, and I can only get it there. I'll sign up for a month for that. I've already used my free month. Or I'll sign up for my free month for that, and then they'll forget. And then six months from now, oh, we've now got, I don't know, uh, Theo in space from the Cosby show. Oh, Theo's in space. I got to watch that. And they'll come back. Oh, I've already used my free month. I'll sign up for a month. The next month, oh, I dropped that. But Hulu came out with a new season of The Handmaid's Tale. We love that. So we get our free month of Hulu. All right. But the next day, I'm canceling. Oh, Hulu, you're not going to get me again. And at the end of that month, wait, there's a new episode. There's a new season of Stranger Things out. I'm signing up for Netflix. They'll get you. Month in and month out, all around the, the that's what I would do if I'm in charge of one of these things. That's what I would do. I mean, 
real world stuff, the easiest, the science behind it, if you just get one of those disposable debit cards, you know, put like, you know, 50 bucks on there and then just run it. You know, if you, if somebody gets you, great, congratulations, they got you, but they're never going to get more than a certain amount of money, you know? Um, but ultimately the game is to not let them get you as so that to not deplete that $50 down. Um, but you know, again, it's, 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 it's a hustle. It's worth it though. I mean, just Netflix. I mean, Netflix has a boatload of movies up there and we'll talk about, you know, the stuff that we're watching right now and HBO. Um, I got into Doom Patrol, big fan. Um, so I mean, it's like, it's, it's worth it. It's just, it's crazy how it has us looking at television now. Um, because the way that we're consuming stuff is gluttonous. God is gluttonous, man. But we can't get enough of it. Because what, what's the alternative? You're right. And um, I'm no longer there, folks. I'm about 1,100 miles away. So if you're trying to track in on Joey, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> when I was living in Fayetteville, but no longer working where we used to work, I was living down the street. I was, I mean, I was just broke. I, I had $260 a week in unemployment. That's what I was living on. I had about, so that's about, I, I don't know, $1,100 or something. I had $1,200 every month in expenses. Plus, I had to eat. <laughs> eat and have gas. So I was in the hole. I came up with some creative ways to stay, you know, just, just above. But I didn't have cable. Um, so... I remember every Friday morning. Well, I did it every morning, but I remember Fridays in particular. I go to the McDonald's down the street, order my breakfast, three dollars and twelve cents. They knew me. They knew me automatically. Sometimes, if I'm fancy and I just gotten paid, throw in a coffee in there, another dollar. <laughs> I download my podcast because you couldn't. I had to download them through the. Um, computer that day download my podcast then i'd watch the previous night's big bang theory and elementary on my laptop while i ate my breakfast then i'd finish there go to the library because they had better wi-fi apply for jobs and then in the afternoons i'd go home and and do whatever but yeah that that was my routine so in the old days, if I need to watch Big Bane in the in the elementary, I need to be in front of that TV. That, but then I didn't even have you know. You, then you can DVR everything. I didn't have a DVR anymore, um, so I'm watching it online when it was when it was posted. And I think a lot of people are like that. It's no longer appointment viewing. Is oh, um, Netflix has a new uh, Unsolved Mysteries up. Let's binge these. That's what that's what it is. So that's the, that's the appointment. Netflix, and they tell you, you know, on Wednesday, uh, a new season of Tiger King comes out. So you know on, on Wednesday I am going to be there so that I can talk about Carol Baskin's crazy ass. When you've got stuff like that, how, how do you block it all out? What do you do to relax? So anyone who... Uh, knows Tokyo Jameson knows Tokyo J means toke your J. I am a cannabis enthusiast and I am uh, a connoisseur of all things marijuana. I think that there's a beautiful medicine. Um, and <clears throat> I think that if, uh, if I can do my part to try and break the stigma, 
it is in fact medicine there it's not just getting high and you know doing your own Cheech and Chong or Harold and Kumar movie um you know it's uh it is again it's medicine you know Joey I deal with mental health you know that I have three beautiful children uh, my youngest two are twins so you know the, the 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 potential for stress is high so for me to be able to go in the morning and light up a sativa that is going to activate my creative keep my mind uh uh, on a level keel so that I'm not going to be too manic or potentially be too low. Um, you know, and then when it comes to being a parent, I can be super creative. We actually played a game of LOLs before I got on with you this morning. And then at nighttime, I have an indica that is going to guarantee to put me um, in, a, in a great state of mind so that I can go to sleep and have decent dreams, not having those nightmares that try and keep me up. So that's, that's, that's me, bro. Um, cannabis and meditation, man. I, I listen to music. I love to take a space cruise where I just listen to music and just sing at the top of my lungs. And I hate that some, something that we're talking about later, I hate that all these people are getting canceled because there are a lot of people that are getting canceled that I sound really good singing their songs and I can't sing them anymore. And it sucks. But they, but they stink as human beings, so I can't do it. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm an easygoing cat, man. I really, I, I, I try and take it as easy as possible, man. I'm a hippie now. And nothing wrong with that. Well, let's get into the, the cancel culture thing. I think if someone is a horrible human being, no matter what they do, then I have no problem with them not working ever again. What I don't like about cancel culture is when someone just decides that person needs to be canceled and don't doesn't fully give you why they need to be canceled or try to erase their past. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to drop some straight up facts on you without, um, without comment presented without comment. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby was charged with a crime. Bill Cosby was convicted of that crime. Bill Cosby was charged with, was sentenced rather with that crime. Bill Cosby is in prison today. All three of those are facts. That being said, you cannot ignore the Cosby show. It is a large part of why NBC was just a monster in the 80s. Years of it being the number one show on television. You right. cannot undo that. That is also a fact. Now, whether you believe Bill Cosby is guilty of the crimes he was convicted for, that is something separate. If you want to hate him forever, you do you. But you cannot ignore the Cosby show. And people are like, no, we're erasing it. I And then you get a lot of this. I never liked the Cosby show. It was always overrated. I call bullshit. I don't like to do that. I call bullshit. Okay. And 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 there may have been a person here or there who didn't like it. Fine, great, whatever, but not these large amounts of people. You were not hate watching the Cosby show in the eighties and early nineties, just so you can say I have this credit in twenty twenty. That that's just what what are your thoughts about the, all of that? That's, first of all, those people that say they're clout chasing, the people that say that, like, they want to be seen as some type of rebel, saying something that they believe is unpopular or hot take. Um, so 
looking back at it now, as I've actually not thought about Bill Cosby in at least a year, um, you bring him to my attention. So I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, okay, when he first got in trouble, I was like, Bill Cosby is a horrible human being, but he, you know, Cliff Huxtable was the dude, you know, Cliff Huxtable. I can't, I can't ignore how many times I sat alone by myself watching that show and getting life lessons from it because I wasn't getting them, you know, elsewhere, you know? <clears throat> so I can't ignore that. Um, but then I also can't give Bill Cosby praise for doing a good performance considering what was going on behind the scenes. Um, I agree with you with regards to, to council culture. I think people are, um, people, people go in. Um, but I think it, it's, it shouldn't be a culture. I think it, it's to each person. Each person needs to, to, needs to evaluate what's going on and make a decision. Um, cause there's a lot of stuff going on. Like I won't listen to Michael Jackson. I won't listen to Michael Jackson and I won't listen to Robert Kelly. And I hate it because I like both of their music. Um, they both did phenomenal music and made some songs that touched me in a special place. Um, but I can't ignore what they did, um, and separate that from, from the art. Um, and that's just me personally. There are people who will still defend Robert and Michael to the end saying that screw what they saw in the documentary, screw what everybody says. I want to roll with those guys to the end. And that is a hundred percent their right. Um, I'm just saying in my house. Me and my wife choose not to vibe with those guys um, because, in my opinion, once you know something, if you choose to be ignorant to it, that is you, you know, making a conscious choice to be ignorant. Um, but everybody is a, a product of their upbringing, and I don't expect everyone to look at stuff the way that I do. But once something has been brought to your attention, if you still turn a blind eye, then now you've made a conscious effort. So while I can tell you right now, I don't know what Taylor Swift is guilty of. I don't. Um, but she's got this song called Mean that she came out with when she was younger. And I absolutely love that song. But if I find out that Taylor Swift is is, is smuggling children, I'm cutting her off. I just wanted to put that out there for anybody who's a Taylor Swift. <laughs> People running to Google right now, the Taylor Swift smuggling children? <laughs> You know, I just, I am thankful. I don't think I did anything bad, but I am also thankful there was no social media when I was a teenager. Because I'd have been canceled a long time ago for something I thought was probably innocent back then. But, you know, I also do not like these people who, I don't like Tokyo, whatever Tokyo did. I don't like it. So they comb through everything you've ever done that they can find to then say, look what I've got. Uh, that's why I put it up last night. Harris Rules for Life. It's the number one thing. Always reserve the right to change your mind. I, I may have been a horrible person, but I can change. Right. Some, sometimes change now, sometimes change does mean I have to pay for what I've done in the past. But you, I, I, I'm still changing. That That is all always a... a I always reserve the right, you know, if I think one way, but now I've grown and I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I no longer believe that. 
it's okay to change your mind, but not in, in, in a large part of the culture today. No, you said that on this date, and now we always have to to do that. I, I love the man. I was there and watched him every Sunday when he was on. Tim Russert passed away 12 years ago. But that's what he always would do. You said this on this date, and now you're saying the exact opposite. Nobody ever said, I changed my mind, Tim. Every single week, it would drive me crazy. I'm like, people can change their mind. But in the in the public opinion, when, while it is a God-given fact that you have the right to change your mind, you are given the right of choice. Like, above all the human rights, one thing that you have is a right of choice, right? right. For whatever reason, saying that you changed your mind has been deemed some just unforgivable thing especially when it comes to politics because when it comes to politics i mean you just have to be you know it's it's what you said and that's it but when you were talking one thing that, that, that uh, a light that popped off in my head is like change is a luxury of the young um because i feel like once you reach a certain age if you say something that is just who you are so when you know and again not to 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 get overly uh political or anything but when i hear the remarks from 45 when i heard what paula dean said at the time that she said it when you're 58 60 plus years old and you make a statement that is just who you are i can't imagine a person who has lived 60 plus years of feeling a certain way about something, all of a sudden saying at age 65 after you're retired and just counting your ducats, oh, I was wrong in what I said. I should I should be different. I don't I don't see that's why I say change is a luxury of of the young because a person can be 20 years old right now and absolutely hate anyone that doesn't look like them, experience something in five years and completely change their mode in their 30s and 40s and be a completely different person to the point to where People have to do research to find out about the dirt bag that they used to be. You know, whereas a person, again, like I say, when you, Betty White, if Betty White came out and tweeted something today and then next week said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm changing my mind. Betty, you thought that for 90,000 years. This is who you are. That's just my opinion, man. I'm just saying something to get your opinion, baby. But that being said, I could say whatever it is. Was and and I did believe that for all of my ninety some years, but I may have never been told, no, that's wrong. And if somebody says, hey, no, we don't, we don't, you know, the culture doesn't like it, or I don't like it when you said that, and Betty says why, and they explain it to Betty, then I can say, oh, I never looked at it that way. You know, I I I was mad for years at the church that I went to because when I I become a believer I'd never seen the you know the thing in literature I'm like in in the Bible I'm like oh it says it in there nobody ever talked about that at the church I went to why didn't they if that, that's the the main reason that they're there is to win souls for Jesus Christ yet you're not discussing how you win somebody for Jesus Christ. I was angry, 
But I change my mind after I see that. Oh, that's how we get to heaven. It's not, it's not everything that I thought up here. I changed. I thought one way one day and then boom, the next day. I thought that. So I think that if you are, are willingly or un, not willingly, if you are unwillingly ignorant, if you're willingly, if you are putting your head in the sand, I got no time for you. But if yeah. you honestly didn't know, no matter how old you are and you're taught and, and you learn differently, then I might have time for that. But uh, I've just got a few minutes now before real life intercedes. <sighs> I'll, I'll tell you about it sometime. Um, What's a good recommendation? Something you've seen, watched, read, listened to? Um, so, listen to. I'm gonna put y'all on Princess Nokia. Um, she's a female rapper, does a phenomenal job. She's got a song called Harley Quinn that really just uh, just speaks to me right now. So I jam to that one about every day and then as far as the show is concerned because i'm on hbo right now doom patrol i enjoy uh that show glad to see brandon frazier getting some work um and then the young lady i think her name is christina aguilar from orange is the new black um she's really featured in this show and given the opportunity to show her range because she's playing 64 different people um so i mean it's um it's interesting um, Timothy Dalton's back in there doing his thing, man. So it's it's an interesting show. It's comic book. Um, it's 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 crazy. It's meta. Um, there's somebody in there that's breaking the fourth wall like every other episode, man. So it's it's an interesting find. I think you should definitely check it out. Wonderful. Uh, for my pick, the actual the new uh, version of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Uh, take it at take it. There's six episodes. There's one that's just a drag to get through. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, somebody said that it comes up differently on different people's thing. Like this, you may not get the same six episodes. I mean, you'll get the same six episodes. They may not be in the same order. I have heard of this. I have not. I have not confirmed this, but I have heard this. But it's the UFO episode. It takes a long time to get through, but I'm a completist in that. I'm like, we're we're halfway through it now. We got to slog through to get through. But the other five episodes, you'll be going, what? And there's somebody in there, TJ. If you're going to watch it, there's somebody in one of the episodes that even Carol Baskin would say, "No, that's too much for me. I can't. <laughs> I can't with this guy." So you'll know him when you see him. You will know him when you see him. Okay. All right, folks. Before we go, uh, do all your plugs. Plug everything you got. Um, so if you want to follow me, uh, that's an easy thing to do. I can be found on Twitter at Tokyo J. That's T-O-K-E-O-J. Um, Tokyo Smoke Show continues to be a success. I can be listened to on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Still have just been too lazy to put myself on iTunes. I am my own worst enemy, folks. Um, but Elmwood in the dark, um, excuse me, Elmwood in the night is getting ready to come out. Um, I'll actually be editing our first episode today after I get off with you and hopefully um, releasing it on Wednesday. So it is a tabletop role-playing game that we are turning into a drama um, for Monsters of the Week. So we're going to be killing monsters. So good times. Glad to be on with you, my guy. Thanks for having me again, man.
As always, my friend, you can get me on all social media. Well, you can get me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. My wrestling podcast, Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, drops every Thursday at midnight. You can get that on all platforms where you find your podcast. In the meantime and in the in-between time, folks, stay safe, stay healthy, and remain optimistic. Goodbye.